The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is Solving Counterfeit Epidemic with Innovation 2.0. Today's show is uh, really all about the sustainable innovation. Uh, Innovation is the creation of a new market value. Sustainable innovation is not possible without innovation linked to quality. And quality products are impossible if they pose a danger or have been falsified, the counterfeiting aspects of it. Green environment is a market trend. Every day, more and more consumers are sensitive about the use of hazardous products near its environment. For example, vegetables or food in general also sensitive to low consumption. There's a number of things like electronic appliances or cars. I'm talking today with my guest, Mr. Fran Schwan from Barcelona, Spain. I am excited to have Fran on the show with me today. He's the uh, author, uh, keynote speaker, uh, writer, uh, just Gentleman extraordinaire, again, from uh, Barcelona, Spain. We're going to be talking about innovation and his uh, his approach to it in Innovation 2.0. Before we get started, I'd like to take just a moment to uh, acknowledge our platinum sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC. Without our sponsors, uh, it'd be hard to have the show. You can reach BQPM at www.bqpm.com. They can help you with your quality and business management systems, uh, implementing those and ensuring that you have counterfeit avoidance and hazardous substance safe systems in place. Another platinum sponsors are folks from Secure Components. Todd Kramer, particularly the CEO, dear friend of mine. Uh, you can reach uh, Secure Components at www.securecomponents.com. Secure Components specializes in obsolete and hard to find uh, components. They help you solve your obsolete, hard to find component procurement process. Uh, they've been at this for a while and the first company in the world to achieve uh, certification under the International IECQ Counterfeit Avoidance Program. 
We have some broad sponsors as well, C-Trends, supply chain specialist. You can find them at www.ctrends.com. Concord Components at www.concordcomponents.com. Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Conference. Uh, That's a group down in Australia. We'll actually be talking to them in about another week. Uh, They are a group of folks who every year put on a uh, conference dealing with aging aircraft, the effects of counterfeit, um, hazardous substance uh, components, as well as uh, just keeping the the things that fly around in the air and the vehicles that uh, you find on the ocean, the ships and that, safe and uh, both airworthy and seaworthy. I'll be talking a lot more about that with Richard, like I said, in a week. And uh, the good folks at Lansdale, another group that uh, specializes in supporting our obsolete world or, or the world that needs products and components that turn out to be obsolete. So without further ado, let me, uh, let me take a minute to introduce Fran Schwann. Uh, again, a dear friend of mine, known him uh, <laughs> longer than he and I are going to want to admit to, but uh, for a day or two. Fran is the founder and CEO of Deseria and president of, and I'm going to mess this one up, uh, Fran, so I apologize to begin with, Tuplin. Um, Fran has over 25 years' experience in the business world. He has developed his work in technolog- uh, technological environments leading uh, high-performance teams, and that's where we met back in the 80s, uh, in managing technology projects and processes. Mr. Swan has collaborated nationally and internationally in companies like Group Pierness, and if I mess these names up, I apologize, (laughs) Uh, Bertelsmann Group, SAP, and that includes SAP Spain, Portugal, Mexico, uh, and a host of others. Uh, Fran is also a lecturer and author, has published Innovation 2.0. When uh, when we talk about innovation, we forget the people. Uh, That's one of the things that Fran continues to remind me of over and over again. The Discipline of Culture of Innovation is another uh, book that he has produced, uh, authored, if you will, co-authored, I believe. Is that right, Fran? Mm -hmm. That that one's a co-authored. He is founder uh, and uh, let's see, he's a founding partner of Disarray, consulting firm specialized in culture of innovation and president of Tuprin. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you jump in there, Fran. This this resume, folks, goes on uh, quite a bit. Uh, Fran is is an accomplished expert, uh, and I want to welcome Fran to the show. Uh, hello, Stan. Thank you very much for your invitation. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's, it's, we've been working on this show for a while, so I'm extremely pleased that uh, we've managed to, to get things together. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would, Fran, our listening audience out there has is, is seen the, uh, the promo- promotional work on solving counterfeit epidemic with Innovation 2.0. Um, I guess let's just jump into the middle of this, or right into the beginning of it. Uh, what what is innovation 2.0? What is innovation? 
That is that is a curious question that uh, we are in front of uh, a lot of managers, uh, executives, uh, employees, uh, well, worldwide. We assume we understand what innovation is, but in fact, we use the word with, without not aligning the definition in companies. So it's a lot of misuse for the word in innovation. So we are in front many, many cases that people understand different things. So if you don't define and align the definition of a word, it's difficult to get efficiency in and discipline applying the term. So it's like happiness. We understand every of us understand different things. So the first thing is define innovation. Innovation is create a new value and each company has a definition, a different definition for create new value, services, products, etc. But innovation is very well linked with uh, quality. So it's not possible to imagine companies with uh, innovative products and not qualitative products. So innovation is the booth word, and the first task is align the definition. <laughs> well, you know, in our business, in our world, and, and certainly, you know, I, I talk to a lot of folks, obviously both on and off the radio, and, you know, there's a lot of folks that say we're innovative company or we understand innovation. It's coming up with something new. Mm-hmm. Is it really that simple? <clears throat> well, uh, it's uh, as I say, the uh, innovation word is very uh, many people understand uh, with this word technological innovation. It's, it, that's not true. Innovation is any improvement you do in your company. It could be continuous improvement. It could be incremental innovation. It could be, in fact, disrupting innovation, which is in fact is where uh, the thing. The people in general think about innovation, think on disruptive. But this disruptive innovation is the exception. It's not the norm. The norm is the small improvement. So uh, when we th- see, for example, how our kids grow, uh, we, the parents, we don't pay attention that they are growing millimeter and millimeter, so slow, very slowly. But when some relatives meet the kid, uh, let's say once a year, all they, they exclaim, they say, oh my God, how changed the boy. So we, don't, we have to assume that innovation is an evolution, that archive revolution. So it's slow movements that archive revolution at the end. So we change the body without not knowing. So everything is innovation. So far we are increasing value. So we are changing things. We are not repeating and repeating and repeating the same mistakes. So, with that, mm-hmm. how, how can a company use Innovation 2.0 to start <laughs> or improve their status as a, as a green, let's say, for, as a green company? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's a great question, Stan. So, that the, the issue is that innovation is a discipline. Innovation is a discipline that it, it is today uh, quality, that it is uh, finance, that it is marketing. But it's a discipline that is growing right now. We are just in the beginning of uh, the discipline. This innovation is in the, it's like quality it was 40 or 45 years ago. So, 
but the very very interesting thing about innovation is that the first is the first discipline in the last more than hundred years, the first management discipline in more than hundred years that is asking for the emotional part of people more than for the rational part. So we can ask for ideas to people. Of course, they will bring bring up with ideas. But if we want very good ideas, we have to ask the people for emotional ideas. So, uh, and it's not easy to generate ideas to destroy the world. If you ask the people to uh, be green, so the, the kilometer zero, so to create products close, close right on the corner, etc., etc., they will come up with better ideas that if you ask how to use, create new products with hazardous or, or counterfeit elements. So they will not come with ideas because we offer resistance to the incoherence. So all, all those years that I was told not to be emotional, you're trying to tell me I should learn how to be a little emotional and, <laughs> and think about innovation emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in fact, when one of the first when we act when we work with companies, and the first thing that uh, we work with is to generate the smiles. So we need serotonin. Serotonin is a hormone in the in the brain. So we need to generate it, and is uh, you generate serotonin each time you laugh. So the first thing is to generate good ideas is to have fun. <laughs> so be emotional, my friend. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> I, I, can see the, I can see the classroom now. The CEO walks by and why is everybody in my classroom look like they're, they're, they're talking to a comedian rather than a, uh, a senior consultant who knows what he's doing? <laughs> do, do you have much trouble with that? <laughs> Yeah, in fact, many many executives they so they forget that in fact we are all of us we are kids, but kids in a body of maybe with fifty years, maybe a body with maybe sixty years, maybe with forty, and we are in maybe very high in the pyramid of the hierarchy. But in fact, we are kids. We love fun. We love get play. We love creativity. We 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 have. We enjoy good, and we have the better ideas when we smile. And the first activity with executives is to forget that you are an executive, that you are a kid in a body of maybe 60 years old or 60, 50 years old, so have fun. <laughs> that, that sounds uh, almost too easy. Um, <laughs> this sounds, and I don't know if you've been asked this before, but and I know it isn't something we talked about before, but this sounds a little bit like Skunk Works or some of the essence of Skunk Works. Uh, yeah. is, that, is that real or, or am I just thinking wrong? No, 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 no. It's, that is it's absolutely right. So uh, innovation, and that is a mistake. Uh, my experience in the States with companies is not so big, but uh, I guess it's the same. In my experience in Europe, is more than yeah. 10 years. Now, now wait a minute. <laughs> most, most of, well, I shouldn't say most of us, but many of us came from Europe. So your experience <laughs> should be very, very on target. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> Our ancestors, I, at least, a lot of them came from Europe. Yeah, so. that's, and that is 
That's absolutely true. So the, the idea is uh, we, we are making a big mistakes here, at least in the companies where we work with. Uh, that is, we try to manage innovation as we learn in the business school. And because we was trained in the business schools to manage uh, certainty. So an uh, innovation is uh, uncertainty. So it's ambiguity. So we are not trained to. So, and we are trying to use the same management tools to uh, an ambi- to be applied in an ambiguous world, and that doesn't doesn't works. What you say is absolutely right. So what we have to do is a scan works. So what we say innovation sandbox. In innovation sandbox, with executives can play, can have fun, can experiment, and uh, can work where the rules are fully different at outside this environment. So innovation is try, experiment, learn. Try, experiment, and learn, so on. And never plan and act. It's act and plan. Interesting. <laughs> it, it, it certainly uh, intrigues me that all these years that uh, I've thought that this, this would be the better way to do it. It's finally coming around, and, and you've uh, you found a way to actually help educate industry uh, help take some of our brightest and best and brightest minds and yep. give them the uh, opportunity to actually enjoy working again. Yeah, it's, uh, so is that? <laughs> yeah, very, very Absolutely true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Fran, we need to take a short break for station identification. Okay. And, but when we come back, I'd like to... Uh, Talk a little bit about the opportunities that companies might expect to achieve by using uh, your innovative 2.0 program. Okay. So, so with that said, uh, folks, don't, don't go away. We'll be right back after station identification. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Aging Aircraft Australia is a non-profit organization engaged in collaborative responses to sustainment challenges in Australia's fleets. Challenges often shared with its U.S. allies. Aging Aircraft Australia runs the annual Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Australia Conference, including its ongoing counterfeit avoidance campaign. More information can be found at www.agingaircraft.com.au 
forward slash AASC. That's aging with an E. The world has changed. You need a trusted supplier that mitigates risk at every stage of manufacturing. C-Trans utilizes provenance marking technologies to provide a unique security solution when addressing the challenges of supply chain security. Item pedigree, brand protection, and theft. In these times of fraud and counterfeiting, customers depend on C-Trans for a higher level of trust and service when it comes to their supply chain needs. Visit our website at ctrends.com for more information. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 counterfeit avoidance standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit securecomponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace defense and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at StanSalat.com. Again, that's Stan at StanSalat.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Slott. Our show today is Solving Counterfeit Epidemic with Innovation 2.0. Innovation is a creation of a new market value. Sustainable innovation is not possible without innovation linked to quality. My guest, Franz Schwann, uh, is an expert in this field, has written books on this subject, and regularly teaches the subject, also a uh, keynote speaker. He, he says that quality products are impossible if they pose a danger or have falsified or, or are in fact counterfeit. Green envi- environment is a market trend. Every day, more and more consumers are sensitive to the uh, use uh, or about the use of hazardous products uh, near the environment itself. And we talk about that uh, in some regards as vegetables or food in general. This is also true of many products, clothing, uh, furniture, carpeting. I mean, it. the list goes on. Uh, the sensitivity uh, to low consumption, you know, electrical appliances or cars, so I'm going to bring uh, Fran back uh, on here. Fran, I, I assume you're still with me out there. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, and and just for the listening audience, just to know, uh, I'm coming from I'm coming to you today from uh, Oregon, the Eugene, Oregon area, and my guest Fran Schwan is coming to us with from uh, Barcelona, Spain. Yep. yep. Uh, I guess before we get started, Fran, didn't you just enjoy the uh, formula races there? Sorry, sorry. Were, were the formula uh, car uh, races yeah. they recently held in Barcelona? Well, that was something like the beginning May, I guess. 
No, I am not following <laughs> that. I'm You're not, not following, following that. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, okay, well, and, and the fact that it was June now that I think about it, it time just passes so quickly. Yeah, when, I guess when you're it was fun. <laughs> I guess it was a, a month ago, right? But it was great. But uh, always we have, usually we have good weather, and for the people that know Barcelona, knows already that it's a great city. So it's easy to have fun here. <laughs> and, I, and I guess like many folks who live in an area like that, uh, when those types of things happen, you leave town for vacation and all the tourists come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have several million visitors every year. So yes. it's a pleasure to have visitors, but it's a pleasure to be in a quiet place. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Well, before the break, we were talking about uh, Innovation 2.0. We were talking about the need uh, in order to achieve innovation that you really have to uh, break down the barriers between um, the free thought, if you would. I'm changing the words a little bit, but really, uh, you called it the emotional side. Yep. With that said, what are are some of the opportunities that a company might expect to achieve uh, by using your innovative 2.0 program? Yeah. So the the idea is the uh, 2.0 is because we tried in the past to, at the beginning of the innovation, which is several years ago, not not so long away, that we tried to use the same tools, same concepts, same methodologies as we was using for quality, finance, etc., and they was not working. That's why we wrote the book, and the subtitle is why we, when we talk about innovation, we forget about people, about persons. No? And that is the Innovation 2.0 program, focus on. It's focus on uh, bring people forward, from the dark side of the <laughs> mindset <laughs> to, <laughs> to the emotional part, because innovation is half having is related with the emotional part. It, in, in, you cannot bring up, come up with good ideas if you are under pressure and in stress, uh, running like a crazy. So the good ideas come up always in a relaxed atmosphere. Something like getting a shower or getting a sleep or making a walk, no? Mm-hmm. If you are relaxed, the good ideas come up. But you can force the good ideas generation having fun. And that is the Innovation 2.0 program focus on. is focus on get the best from people. So get the, uh, the kit we have inside bringing up with ideas. And for us, when you cross the Innovation uh, 2.0 program with green sustainability or green environment, etc., it's, it's a very clear idea. The concept is behind. is If you br- sh- carry out, if you use the kit you have inside yours, uh, the ideas will come up. They will be always constructive. So it's almost impossible to imagine uh, several kids creating <laughs> tricky products or creating acetors. So because our kit seeks always for fun and safety. You know, as we're talking, something that uh, strikes me, the world today is seeing more and more youngsters 
and I say youngsters, uh, young men and women, or young young mm-hmm. male and female. I, I, I'm reluctant to say men and women because yeah, yeah. we're talking about ten year olds, twelve year olds, fifteen year olds who are creating new inventions. They're inventing new things. Uh-huh. It's it strikes me that uh, these are unspoiled people. Unspoiled in the context that they are not locked into the regime of you must do A, B, C because that's the way we were taught at the university. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you break that? When, when you go in to work with a client or an engagement or a company, mm-hmm. uh, how, do you, how does Innovation 2.0 address that? Because clearly management has this box they live in. Everything mm-hmm. has to be done a certain way. Mm-hmm. 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 So is there, is there a, without, without telling all your secrets, is there, a, <laughs> is there a method that you use or something that, uh, that helps me? You know, I'm used to walking a very straight line. My yeah. innovativeness, new products is one thing, but innovating a business process uh, is a bit Unique, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's always been done this way. Why shouldn't it continue to be done? And when I try and explain it to somebody that I think there's a different way, um, they would not see it the way I do. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Uh, well, you you can if your business is doing well, you could continue managing your business but if you manage your business you are managing the present and there is no warranty that the future will be the same way so in fact if you watch your your bookkeeping and you see that your figures are very good that is great but you your numbers are showing what you are harvesting today but what you see in the past and there is no warranty that what you see today will be useful tomorrow and we have several, several, and a lot of examples of company that was having, they was having a very good finance statement, and uh, suddenly they was not anymore in the market. And in fact, always we use uh, a very easy examples like Kodak. Kodak yes. invented in '75 the digital camera, and they they went bankruptcy because the the digital camera, uh, yeah, eclipsed the film. Of course. So it's, it's interesting that uh, uh, always we are in front of incoherence. Incoherence between the management payroll is paid by the short-term results. But innovation is seed for, for the future. So uh, we have to force to ambition these managers, to these executives, to be in like an schizophrenia. Should they are executives... You should sit today to do things in a different way, and maybe that is an opposite way that is counterwise to your own interest for your bonus this year. Because maybe you are yeah, decreasing rentability this year, the profitability this year, and in, but you are sitting for the future. Uh, watch, for example, your environment. If you watch kids or not so kids, uh, young guys, ladies with 18, for example, they are not using e- uh, the email because it's, it's an asynchronous 
way of communication, or they are not using watch because it's a single uh, uh, function device. And we are, in 50s or 60s, we are trained to manage this kind of a different world. And these 18, 20 years young guys and ladies, in, in, in 10 years, they will be the, the top executives where we are in front of. So they are the consumers today. So we have to change the way we see the world. We have to push the executive to think in a different manner. So this then speaks to a bit of the social media that that runs in 140 characters versus uh, what you and I might do traditionally, which is an email with 35 yeah. paragraphs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is. you send it to me and I send it back to you and you send it back to me and we go round and round, whereas the innovative approach is it goes out to a million people, you get responses that you can actually work with and pick from and move on with. Yep. yep. Interesting. Yeah, if, if you allow me, there. Uh, Certainly. And, uh, uh, a few days ago, I was in a conference about big data. The big data is oh, yes. right now a trend, trending topic. Right. So, and there was a big discussion between uh, academics and executives about how to manage big data. And uh, I made a question. There was a big silence as an answer. Are you asking how to manage big data to your kids? So kids are used. <laughs> kids, kids, kids are not storing anything. No, they're not. They, they don't want to to have the bibliotheque. They don't want an encyclopedia. They don't want to buy CDs or DVDs. They don't want that. They they use and forget. They use and forget. We have the adults. We are thinking. We are inventing big data management, but we have not to invent anything. We have just to ask our, our kids and say, "How do how do you manage the data?" And we will learn very quickly. <laughs> They're, they're not managing data at all. They're, no, they're no, no. using information and moving on. <laughs> that is, that is, that is. So, that, and that is a curious that we adults think that we are inventing the future. But in fact, the most innovative companies, they are not inventing. They are watching around and bringing to the market. <laughs> so, so, question, why, why is achieving, you and I have talked and, and you said earlier that uh, quality is is part of. Um, in fact, quality is um, product quality innovation is not possible. Achieving product quality innovation is not possible if the company produces hazardous or counterfeit products. If you could take a take a minute or so and and help us understand that. Yeah, um, when we recognize innovation is because it's bringing a new. Um, a new service, a new experience, for example, right? So we recognize innovation when uh, anything surprises us. But one thing, we can be innovative for once. But if we um, fake the product or we use Acerus or we use counterfeit, uh, so the market will uh, refuse us because ah. the, the people... People will love two things, safety and certainty, so clarity. 
we don't like, we just love, we just love a nice surprise. But negative surprise, we don't love. We don't like. <laughs> uh-huh. So you can be just sustainable innovator if you are using quality and you're using original products or saved products. So sure. there are many, many examples of companies that they try to surprise the market, but in, in fact, they disappoint the market. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not enough just to be innovative. You you need to be innovative with purpose, um, clarity, uh, understanding. I, I I can I can see a room full of executives going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely going nuts. <laughs> yeah, you have to cross innovation with quality. In fact, the best in innovation managers are the who are training Six Sigma and things like that because they know already the continuous improvement mechanisms. They try, uh, so try and analyze, try and analyze. They know already that. So for us, it's very easy to introduce in the culture of a company innovation through the Six Sigma or the quality managers because they understand the procedure already. What is difficult for them is be disruptive because they are very uh, fixed on manuals and procedure. <laughs> but, yes. we teach, but we teach them to have fun and get risk. <laughs> yeah, it it, it kind of is difficult to realize or to comprehend. I mean... My background is quality management, process management, <laughs> no. and I know, I'm, I know. <laughs> I'm used to, as you well remember, having the procedure, following the procedure, and uh, you know, don't deviate unless you talk to me first. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's interesting as well. Innovation is about to create the, the procedure. Yes, I understand. That, but we're we're going to come back in a few minutes. We need to take uh, another uh, station identification. I'm having a great time here, uh, but we do need to recognize the uh, station. Uh, so don't go away. We'll be right back. AOG, line down, current supplier cannot deliver? Then call Secure Components. We specialize in sourcing hard-to-find and highly allocated electronic components, hardware, and military aerospace parts. We can locate and test your items to ensure you're getting authentic parts every time, and we can deliver when you need them. Our supply chain management consists of decades of experience and works with trusted sources to locate your products when you need them most. Go to securecomponents.com and tell us what you need today. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. 
Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191, bqpm.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 Counterfeit Avoidance Standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit SecureComponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace, defense, and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. The world has changed. You need a trusted supplier that mitigates risk at every stage of manufacturing. C-Trends utilizes provenance marking technologies to provide a unique security solution when addressing the challenges of supply chain security. Item pedigree, brand protection, and theft. In these times of fraud and counterfeiting, customers depend on C-Trends for a higher level of trust and service when it comes to their supply chain needs. Visit our website at ctrends.com for more information. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Dan Salat. Our show today, Solving Counterfeit Epidemic with Innovation 2.0. We've been talking about uh, innovation and the, the shift from the um, industry's approach, management's approach to uh, living inside of a box and doing things because that's the way we say we do them to what my guest, Mr. Franz Schwann, has been talking about and what he's actually invented, Innovation 2.0. It's really, uh, if I could be so bold as to say, it's, it's a part of having fun and work. Uh, it certainly sounds like having fun at work is is key to the success factor here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That is. Okay. Uh, Just a quick shout-out to our our Platinum Sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, um, folks that help you put it together, your quality, uh, business quality uh, management systems. Uh, That's the quality management in regard to ISO uh, standards 9001, 13485 uh, for medical device and so forth. And we also have Secure Components, another platinum sponsor. These are folks that help you find obsolete and hard-to-find components. You can find them at www.securecomponents.com. They are the first company in the world to be certified to the international standard for counterfeit mitigation. Uh, both detection and mitigation, and they've been helping companies, uh, many of the major companies in the U.S., and particularly the military uh, supply chain. 
We also have brand sponsors, C-Trends, specialized in supply chain. Uh, they are supply chain specialists, providing components and uh, inventories to their customers. You can find them at www.ctrends.com. Concord Components uh, is another one of our sponsors and a supplier of components, www.concordcomponents.com. Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Conference, our good friends down in uh, Australia, Brisbane. We're going to be down there actually in July, so we'll be uh, broadcasting, I believe, down there as well uh, one day during the uh, conference. Uh, they specialize, or their their purpose, if you will, is aging aircraft uh, to include uh, sea vessels and the issues that go along with that being the counterfeit parts and the hazardous substance parts and the work they're doing to to uh, bring that under control. Lansdale, another one of our uh, sponsors, they specialize in providing the production of obsolete uh, particularly obsolete electronic components. They own licenses from original manufacturers and uh, remanufacture or manufacture, have a license to manufacture some of the obsolete parts. If you're looking for electronics that are, that are in fact obsolete, Lansdale could possibly be your solution. As we uh, move forward in this last segment of the uh, show today, I want to tie together a little bit the work that we do in the counterfeit or avoiding counterfeit and the hazardous substance safe, the reduction of uh, the leads and the mercuries, lead, mercury, cadmium, hexylvania chromate, uh, phthalates, the various heavy metals that are often found in uh, consumer products. I'd like to tie that just a little bit uh, together with Innovation 2.0, and i and I bring that up front from the standpoint that we've been attempting to work on the uh, counterfeit particularly. I want to talk about counterfeit for a minute. Uh, counterfeiting is, a two, is, a one, is estimated to be a $1.77 trillion business in 2015. And the issue with this is... Uh, been identified both by the International Chamber of Commerce and the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime. Uh, this money, uh, a fair bit of this money, is being used. It's the new revenue stream, if you will, for terrorism. So finding ways to curtail counterfeiting, which is an epidemic that's that's reached uh, – Huge proportions, particularly in the consumer industry, because of the high cost of some consumer products and people offering low-cost uh, products for that or even medicines. Um, as we pick up here, the idea of using Innovation 2.0 by companies to address you know, how do you really change the game? How do you protect your own brand or how do you prevent or protect consumers from uh, – how can Innovation 2.0 be used if you're, if you're willing to, to try and help us with this? How can it be used to address the counterfeiting and the 
the hazardous substance world. <laughs> well, Innovation 2.0, which is uh, involving the people into innovation, can help you to be quicker in the process and uh, the development of new products, new services, new customer experiences. So, the, uh, in fact, if anyone is copying you, is showing that you are right. So, nobody copy the losers or the people who is or the companies that they are not on the right way. So, just the winners, just the, the, the top, the leaders are copied. So, but the idea is to not be copied uh, the idea is be faster than the, the copier, the counterfeits. So you can use people in your organization. You can use uh, all the innovation techniques to develop better customer experience, different ones. So getting advantage for the counterfeiter. So counterfeit is just... Uh, the aim uh, of be profitable without investing in innovation. So, involve people. So, it's really getting, is, is that people just within the company or is that people, does that, does that embrace the uh, social media world and our customers? Yeah, in fact, the best innovation comes up when the more open to the world you are, the easier to innovate is. So uh, it's difficult that inside a company come uh, disruption yeah, because inside a company, the prejudgment from your employees is too high or the culture is limiting the barriers. So you, before the, the, the break, we were talking about the scan works. So if you use a scan work, if you use uh, innovation sandbox, if you are open to the world, the inputs you get are open mindset, they are bringing new ideas, they are opening markets, and they are 360. So I will embrace the, the companies, I uh, aim the companies and executives to open the innovation to the world, not just for employees, but for suppliers, for example, or for customers. Okay. Before I, uh, I'm negligent here, before we go any farther, um, if you would sh- share with the audience one, how they can get a hold of you. Uh, I'm sure you have a website. Yes, we have uh, the website is www.dithre.s. I spell that is www.dithere.es. And I am Frank Chuan, so my email is fchuan at D-I-C-E-R-E dot E-S. It will be a pleasure to get in touch with you, all of you. Okay. And folks, you, you can also find this information. We'll post it on uh, the uh, uh, Voice America station uh, promotional information. It's, it will be up uh, on there and as well on my website, stansalot.com. <laughs> Uh, in the book or books, actually, you have more than one book. So, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. how do we find how do we find your your books? So, you, it's very easy. They are available in in Amazon, so you can uh, have it in electronic format or in paper format, which is uh, 
very easy. If you you can see it in Amazon, they are available in the states and worldwide. Okay, and it's uh, for this one. It's Innovation Two Point Oh. Yes, the That's Innovation the Book. That is the name of the book, and with the second one is the t- the title is the Discipline and Culture of Innovation. Okay. And uh, let's see, uh, a question that I did note down that I wanted to ask is, uh, does Innovation 2.0 work in any industry, or are there some limitations? Mm. Well, the limitations are in the humans, so they are not in the companies or in the industries. So uh, it's, the limitation is just about the imagination. So if no limits, there is no limits. The limits of humans the name of the limit for humans is prejudgment. If you judge, if you say, I will not be able, yes, it, it will, you will confirm you are not able. But if you think you can innovate, you will do it. Yeah, we, are inno- <laughs> we are innovating since 20,000 years ago. <laughs> it sounds like my discussion with my grandson last night when I was, uh, he was saying he couldn't, he, he couldn't fly a helicopter because it was too hard. And uh, I tried to convince him that uh, if he put his mind to it, he could do anything. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, no, uh, we, our experience is already in several industries, and we never found a limitation in any industry. Of course, our industries uh, like uh, apps, the uh, IT, is easier to innovate because there's uh, more people uh, devote for this industry, but for example, in oil or energy industry, we have several success and surprising success. Okay, one last question. We're yeah. Yeah. rapidly coming up on the end of our uh, our last segment here. Okay, is it possible to measure the culture of innovation in an organization? Sure. In fact, with uh, culture, the culture is uh, measurable. So the culture of your organization, of course, and, and innovation is, is a discipline, but you need emotions. So it's part of the climate. So you can uh, measure the culture of innovation, and we have an online survey in www.innoquotian.com. And you can, if you don't find, you can let me know in okay. the email I give you. Outstanding. <laughs> um, and, and again, we'll post this information up on stansalot.com as well as uh, you can find it up on uh, uh, Voice America on our uh, show promo material. And uh, certainly, again, your website, Fran, is www.dicere.com. E-S. Dot E-S. Coming to you live from Barcelona, Spain. Yep. <laughs> Fran, I want to thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. And I yeah. uh, look forward to perhaps repeating this uh, sometime in the future. It will be a pleasure for me and honor. Okay. Thank you very much to all thank of you. you. Thank you. People to People, Working Together for Your Safety is dedicated to bringing people together to share knowledge and create a safer environment for us all. If you have a question, agree, or disagree with the information we are sharing, send me an email 
with your comments or questions to stan at stansalot.com. You can also reach us or follow us on Twitter at stansalotjr. We are also in Facebook and in LinkedIn. Today's show is brought to you by our platinum sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC. Uh, found at www.bqpm.com. Secure Components, LLC, found at www.securecomponents.com. Our bronze sponsors, C-Trends, uh, Supply Chain Specialist at www.ctrends.com. Concord Components, www.concordcomponents.com. Aircraft, Airworthiness, and Sustainment Conference, www.agingaircraft, and that's aging with an E, A-G-E-I-N-G, aircraft.com.au. Uh, and Lansdale, and I apologize, we'll have to get you the Lansdale uh, website uh, online here, but I believe it's www.lansdale.com. Uh, please confirm that. And they provide parts that have gone obsolete. They actually have manufacturing rates for electronics uh, that have gone obsolete. So if you're looking for something that's hard to find or has gone obsolete, they might be able to help you. From Voice America, uh, recognizing our supporting staff uh, that actually make this show possible. From Voice America, we have Brandy Jackson, our general manager, Robert Cellino, our executive producer, Randy Jackman, our production manager, and Jeffrey Gerstel, director of host services. Show's not at all possible without my direct supporting staff, and I give a lot of credit to the folks uh, that do this. <laughs> they have a hard task to follow, keeping me in line. Christina Clark, People-to-People Administration Coordinator, Yulia Coach, Coach Branding and People-to-People Production Manager. As we sign off today, I thank you for joining me on People-to-People, Working Together for Your Safety. Remember, change only happens when people come together and work together. Your help in the fight against the proliferation of hazardous substances and counterfeiting of consumer products could save a life. Until next week, I'm your host, Dan Slott, wishing you a safe and healthy life. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat for next week's edition of People to People, working together for your safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week.